Hello, welcome back everyone to WHBP, uh, the bikes, the, the bike podcast where we talk about bikes. I think, I'm Greg. I think we should have a new theme song. I'm Matteo, and I think we should have a new theme song, <laughs> and I think it should be the theme music to uh, NHL 94 for Sega Genesis. Oh. And it went like this. You know, I played that game. Well, I thought that was going to stop, and then it kept going. I could have kept going longer than I did. Uh, so, you know, we wouldn't get, I mean, surely that's out of copyright by now, I've been, right? It's I've been, been 21 wine. years, 22 years, 23 even. It was probably, it probably came out in 93, right? It definitely did. I, I did play that game a little bit at a friend. It was fabulous, by the I way. I still play that game with my brother. Oh, good. Good this for you. This is how we interact with each other. We play NHL 94 when we see each other. That is, that is Amazing! Wow, it's like you guys are you're regressing to your to like ten year old self. It regression implies that you left it at some point. <laughs> my my brother's my, me and my brother's relationship has progressed a lot in the last twenty years. But <laughs> anyway, so we're the working uh, men's on the bicycle program. We're the working, you know, despite the hockey game reference. Um, we actually talk about bicycles on this podcast. I thought I would really blow everyone's minds by saying that this is the bicycling podcast where we talk about bikes. <laughs> um, but it's true. It's true. We do sometimes. I mean, we'll, or we talk about things related to them. You know, how we feel about them. Feels feels come up a lot, I think. Um, we are a feels-friendly... We're a feels-safe zone. I like to say that we intellectually engage with bikes, and that causes us to uh, careen wildly towards Sega Genesis. Yeah, it's strictly strictly intellectual and platonic. Like, you know, that's the kind of relationship we're talking about. Was it Sega Genesis? I thought that was um that was on SNES too. It it was, but let's be honest about that was... where the quality lay. Oh well, sir. <laughs> Fighting I, I throw my stinky cycling glove in your general direction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't know anything about hockey. I am I am not a hockey guy, so it's I, cool. It's I, basically I like really... lacrosse, but in the winter, <laughs> with more pummeling. More pummeling, yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of pummeling involved. Less money, right. less teeth. Uh, we had a topic. Hmm. I said less money and less teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it with the lack of teeth? There's well, so few teeth. Pucks are really hard, so are elbows. <laughs> Don't they have like face masks? Uh, they're optional. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, all right, we have a, we we actually have a topic today. Uh, maybe I should let you bring it in because I, I think that you might you might be I don't know running the show here today on this one yeah so hey i'm i'm Matteo, you're greg and welcome yes, that's to true. I am greg. bicycle program we're gonna talk about amateur sponsorship of bike racing teams and here's the deal i got into a conversation uh about what sponsorship means for amateurs and by amateurs i mean like basically anyone who's like not being given stuff 
to race their bike, be it money or anything else. Sure. And so the question. So not even like high level, super elite amateurs, like amateur amateurs. Right. Like cat, you know, two, three, four, five. Sure. Or like, you know, there are plenty of cat ones out there who are legit amateurs. Like they're not racing pro am races, they're racing, you know, P one, two, three. Yeah. Whatever. We we don't have to define that line too hard. Um you know, the point is like I'm interested in uh the question of whether or not sponsors can No, no, hold on, let me back up. I'm interested in whether or not if you get a discount from a sponsor, you are obligated to 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 purchase stuff. Hmm. Either obligated to purchase stuff or obligated to like choose that sponsor instead of somebody else. And sure. I, I think this I think this is a difficult question because there are, it's easy to frame this so that any answer is right. <laughs> I think it's all about the framing. But I think this also matters to like to a lot of amateur people who like maybe get a discount from a shop but it's in an inconvenient location so they go see their friend or they buy off the internet or any number of scenarios, you know? Mhm. And plenty of sponsors use a relationship with with clubs or teams to basically generate direct customers. And yeah. You know, some people will say that unless someone's getting something for free or money, then there's no like specific obligation. Any any like buying or like supporting a sponsor is nice and it's like a nice like preferential thing to do. But you can't oblige somebody to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. the, the 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 counterpoint is like Sponsorship is a favor that somebody does for you, and it's not about supporting you. It's about advertising for the sponsor. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you want a benefit, like, you're going to have to give something back. And Well, it... I'm, I'm, I um, like, look, I, I'm starting hemming and hawing immediately just because this is one of those things that, like, you can chew over and kind of handle a couple different ways of looking at it that can lead you to different conclusions. Yeah. So, what do you think? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we're being really vague right now. All right. So, let's, um, let's, you want to nail it down with some hypotheticals? Let's, well, let's nail it down. Well, f first of all, um, let's consider this the kind of scope that we might go into because right now we're talking about like a shop sponsorship where you get like a discount kind of thing yeah. right and whether that then obliges a rider to if at all possible spend money at that shop right mm -hmm. all right but there's also of course um and you and i are both on teams that have some kind of corporate sponsor not like necessarily huge but some kind of corporate sponsor that isn't a bike shop mm-hmm and what are the obligations in that case of advertising, for example, mm -hmm. for that sponsor? Like, is that what our relationship is? So there's a question of what kind of relationship is there? Is it an advertising relationship? What is what is that about? Um, and what are our responsibilities uh, in, in that kind of purview? And I, I feel like these are not the same thing. Right. Right? right. So 
So we should probably separate them out. Let's start by talking about the shop sponsorship mm-hmm. kind of situation. Where in, in, in it gets kind of weird where there are a lot of teams that are like shop teams where they both get a discount and they have the bike shop's name on the jersey. Mm-hmm. All right, and so just just assume that um, you know that falls under both categories, and, and we'll cover the advertising kind of element of it in in when we get to that. But when it comes to obligations to sponsors to buy from them, okay. My opinion is it is, I, I think as you're getting that, it is a nice thing to do when you can to uh, then bring your business to that sponsoring shop uh, when possible. Uh, but, you know, realistically, it might not always be possible for a variety of reasons. Um, or, you know, they might not carry something that you really want. And honestly, um, the, I I think that everyone needs to be, and this is going to come up in the advertising thing. Everyone needs to be realistic about what that sponsorship entails and, and what it's kind of doing for both parties. In the case of someone on a team, um, you know, a rider getting a ten or fifteen or twenty-five percent um, discount at a shop is, you know, it's nice, but it isn't necessarily a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and likewise, when you're selling stuff to a customer, you know, if if you can locking a customer down on twenty-five percent off isn't necessarily a a huge benefit i say this is someone who's never owned a shop maybe i'm wrong about that (laughs) um but you know i if 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 you are sponsoring a team and thinking that team is going to keep you in business that seems awfully naive Mm -hmm. i think is what i'm trying to say (laughs) i've definitely seen some teams that like they 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 have a sponsor that and the sponsor wants to create that relationship because they want the team to like come and buy stuff from them and like there are ways in which that's fine and great like you know some shop owner or manager being like hey like i i want i want you guys to like come in i want to help you get set up with bikes i want to help you find the right bike for you the right deal um Mm-hmm. Even, you know, taking a, a, a ding on retail price can be good for the shop that, you know, moves greater volume and gets more, you know, points on the package from the reps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it I think it gets weird. It gets weird when. Uh, I have seen isolated cases of people trying to force that. And trying to force riders, rather than offering them a discount or something, really just trying to force it into, this is strictly about me making money. And right. I almost like can't exactly describe what the dividing line is without maybe getting too precise about examples that I don't quite want to do. Yeah. And it's tricky because, like, someone could refute what I'm trying to say by, like, sending me points that I absolutely agree with and yet 
there are things that I still think violate the spirit of the agreement. And the points that I'm trying to make are like, um, there was there was a, a column in I want to say Bike Radar a couple years ago, and it was sponsorship mm -hmm. is not about you, and it was by James Wang, uh, who columns under the name Angry Asian. And the point is, is that like you know when you if you're getting support, it's not about supporting you because you're a great racer. It's about uh, you being used as an advertising platform. And all of that is like absolutely correct. Like if if someone, if a company or person or shop is doing something for you, it's because they expect to see something from it. I think that there is a balance and I have seen situations in which that expectation kind of goes overboard. Well, yeah, and it's it's important to understand, though, that uh, any, uh, let's be honest, bike racing, and especially amateur bike racing, is pretty, it's a pretty niche activity, and the benefits of having a bunch of dudes rolling around with the name of your shop on their jerseys are pretty marginal, um, I assume. Mm -hmm. And there are, if you want to attract people to your bike shop, for example, um, there are way better ways to do that than sponsoring a team. Or, or and, like sponsoring a team is going to do it, but it's not because there's a logo on a kit. It's because like the team is like holding rides and helping you like promote and like you're collaborating on something that yes. draws eyeballs and whatever right and that doesn't necessarily just mean like posting like social media like thanks hashtag local bike shop for <laughs> you know which whatever. Is like, that's it, pretty it, impotent yeah it means actively engaging with the community which is which is really why like let, let's let's str i'm gonna straight up say if you're running a shop and and you want to sponsor something in a way that's going to you know has the potential to meaningfully impact how people see your shop, events are way, way, way better use of your money than a team. Um, that's pretty well known, I think. I, I, that I'm not, I'm not a hundred sure, hundred percent sure that I'd like make it a rule like that. I would say that like sponsorship alone isn't going to do it, and you're going to have to like put some sweat into it. Everyone, yeah, so everyone's going to have to put some sweat into it. Yeah, and well, and the, but then the question is as someone who's just a little you know podunk bike shop no offense podunk bike shops i love you guys um <laughs> you know how how much can you really how how much can you really ask of a bunch of people who you know let's be honest you know they're probably you know accountants or sales reps or 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 mathematicians you know or scientists or electricians or plumbers, you know, like you're, it's a bunch of people who are doing this in their spare time for fun and do not have the time to 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 do a lot of of stuff to kind of promote your brand. Mm -hmm. Like that's another important thing to keep in mind. You know, there's different between amateur sponsorship and professional sponsorship. Is that when you've got pros, it is their job. You know, like they're six hours a day out on the bike training you know, for, for a pro level 
rider and you know the the other two hours presumably has something to do with keeping those sponsors happy they have the the time and, and, and energy to spare and and even in those relationships the good sponsors are putting in they're you know bringing their their sponsored bros along to the factory to give them a tour and they're educating them on the product and and all this stuff to really make that work so there's just no capacity to do a lot of that stuff when you're talking about people who have day jobs mm-hmm. um, and are like a Cat 4 or Cat 3 racer who, like, honestly have bigger things to worry about, like getting their kid to the dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it is just a very, very different situation. And, you know, it's going to become – there's going to be higher expectations for riders as they get into more kind of, I don't know, elite amateur um, status – but nonetheless, I, I think there is often an expectation that people have on both ends that, you know, they want to be pro about it, right? You know, and I, I say that capital P, capital R, capital O. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, so, pro. So totally. And I, I think that there's this, like, this, this weird thing where, like, people kind of want to seem like they're part of this, like, extremely legit network. And so they want – it's, like, it's, it's cool when, like, your team is riding matching bikes and everyone's got the helmet and the sunglasses – I have also, you know, seen yeah, and heard yeah. a few examples of, yeah. of people being like, "All right, great news, everybody! Like, we have this sponsor yeah. for next year. Everybody has to yeah, buy." That's this a real. It's a real rat race in that case. And I and, think and that's, so. That's, it, it it can lead you I down right the road to saying like, if you're going to be on this team, you really have to buy all this stuff. Um, and and that's when I think. I mean, right? If if you don't like that, don't join that team, I guess. But because <laughs> that seems crazy, but it, it it seems like that's just when things start to to head in the direction of, of there are just unrealistic mm-hmm. ideas of, of what to expect from people and i'm not saying this is easy you know i'm not saying like anyone who does that is wrong um all the time you know mm-hmm. it gets weird when you have for example uh we have for our team we have an elite women's cyclocross squad it has a corporate biotech sponsor not biotech i'm sorry um but science (laughs) it's a scientific essentially consulting like work uh Mm -hmm. i'm doing a bad job of this more chemical does everyone have to buy some biotech biotech. but anyway it's got a corporate sponsor and all that (laughs) and there are some obligations to that um and, and it gets kind of more difficult in that case because you know as with many um you know quote unquote pro um women's teams you know it's not pro in the sense that they're not getting paid to do it and you still have to meet certain obligations so i i acknowledge that it can get kind of complicated and you do need to do certain things um but you know just hopefully hopefully everyone knows and, and has some reasonable expectation about the level that people are racing at and and what is involved i don't know i don't know that is not super cogent and useful as a, as a thought but um i keep using that word cogent well okay so let's let's i, I, I kind of wrap up the shop sponsor with this, thing. With this by it, not it, giving it, us like a really if you want to give us an example on that because i think, think you might have too. one no Eh. Right, I mean, well, I wouldn't want to do that without like <laughs> storytelling. Quick, bring us back to Earth, Matt, to yeah. 
Okay. All right. How does your team work with sponsorship? What okay. do you What do you think is well, like a, a fair and balanced set is, of expectations? Uh, it's the back base likely uh, for B two C two. What you get below, and what you owe is for those of you not in the greater Boston area uh, is a burrito uh, chain essentially. All right, and and the way that works is on most of our kind of main race kit, so jerseys and skin suits and the like. Um, we have the name of the business on the front. Um, and what's kind of neat, um, they aren't too bent out of shape about um, what we do with the kit design generally. So most of so it's really kind of our identity in our colors, which are, are blue and orange and uh, houndstooth. Uh, houndstooth being a pattern, not a color. Um, sorry for not being clear about that. Um, and... Um, we don't have a lot of expectations from them. Uh, we get we get some, which is really nice. Uh, they give every member of the team some free burrito cash, which I think is really really nice. And they gave us give us a certain mm -hmm. amount of like actual money to do things with. Uh, and and that's always something that we you know try to figure out in a reasonable way what what to do with. And it's not a huge amount mm -hmm. of money at all. Um, it's 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 pretty modest, mm -hmm. but you know it's nice to have. Um, in return, they get, um, you know, we, we, they are involved in a local charity ride, the Proudy, um, to raise, uh, money for fighting cancer. And they like that to have, you know, a good team presence at that. Um, and out, outside of that, we don't do a lot. Um, and this is not uh, that weird as relationships go, because I, I think in many cases, the value for amateur sponsorship for a company is not in advertising as such. It's not in, oh, we're going to have people out there um, with our name on our jersey, and therefore we're going to get name recognition, and people are going to you know go buy burritos from us. Um, I, I don't know. I can't, I'm not actually speaking for Blocal because I don't know exactly what they're um, – because I'm not – involved in this on my team specifically but the, the point is that many sponsors are involved as as part of wanting to be engaged in the community and in that they're part of and and give something to that and 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 help out in in some way in a community level and that's essentially what's going on a lot of the time mm -hmm. and they don't mind if that gets them some advertising value, but the advertising value of that is, is probably broader than like, oh, people are seeing our name places. It's look, we contribute to various causes and organizations and groups. Does that make sense? And that's a lot of what's going on, I think, um, with us. So that's, that's more or less. And we also have a shop sponsor. Yeah. Okay, and as far as that goes, um, we, you know, I, I'd say there's a gentle yeah. um, kind mm -hmm. of sense that it's nice to spend money at um, the shop sponsor if you can. Um, they do nice things for us. We do have, um, I don't want to go into the details about it. We do have one particular team benefit that is really good um, that we get from that shop that most people, that, that is, is pretty much uh, as good as it gets um, for um, sponsorship agreements um, but we don't tend to advertise that to people we don't say like oh you should join our team because you're going to get this deal on whatever um, 
but but even so, um, you know, if you come into the team and you want to go buy a Trek somewhere, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone's going to make a big stink about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the thing that I that I get hung up on is that, like, people come to cycling teams with their own relationships and networks and friends and and their own parts. Like, that's why I think that you can't enforce that kind of, like, fierce sponsorship loyalty in an amateur team. Yeah. I think that these are very much yeah, and hopefully people, at will relationships. Well, right. Hopefully, people are coming to the shop, and and that's you know, also how you make they sure like that they're the people positive there. <laughs> and know? beneficial for both people. <laughs> that's both, huge. Both sides. You can't in any business, right? But like with a bike shop, for example, you can't make people yeah. like your crappy shop by forcing them to 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 buy their stuff there. You know, if it's a good shop, people are going to want to buy their stuff there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, let's be honest, there are a lot of crappy bike shops out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a truth, you know? Uh, and, 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 yeah, I I think that it's just not... This it's is really the missing truth. the point if... And like I said, it's fine to have something like, look, you know, they're doing something nice for us, you know, if you can possibly, you know, but, but then not giving someone crap if they show up in a ride and it's like, where did you buy that roof rack? So. Totally. Exactly. I I think this is like, this is exactly getting mm-hmm. to where, yeah, I don't even... This is getting to, to to where I think it would, and I think we're probably starting to talk ourselves in circles. I I'm not entirely sure like what I wanted to expect, mm-hmm. uh, what I expected out of this conversation, except like I was willing to be surprised a little bit. I guess I just want to acknowledge that like you know amid amid the many things that like many people think about sponsorship, like there's room for it to like nudge and be specific to certain relationships. And there's always room for like some things to be positive and some things to be negative. And sponsorship is, you know, in general a way for like companies to foster customers either from you or from your promotional abilities. But like, it's not unerringly a good thing. And I think, you know, particularly for amateurs, like it's not, our goal or our livelihood it's something that's nice and if we can create like positive relationships yeah. that help keep and, our and racing it's also going to you know that's and, great. and then we get into if not yeah, that's all true there, there's also just the element of, of what is the nature of sponsorship you know in in a particular case like is it a relationship between a team and a company or is it you know you put it eloquently in our notes that we have we do actually keep keep notes on, on our shows, listeners, believe it or not, where it says some sponsorship is really just a buying club, right? Where there really are many sponsors that you can get where it, essentially it amounts to filling mm-hmm. out a form and sending it in. <laughs> and in return... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. I mean, that's what that's what pro deals are, and I think it's sure. awesome that I can get, you know, a, a really nice deal on insert brand here, sport glasses. Right. Yeah. And, and, but well, that's just like the same. Yeah. Exactly. That's just a, so it's you know that's just a way to buy stuff from them. Like for and example, like cut you, out the you send in your form to Honey Stinger. It feels like a deal to know, me, and, and it's just cutting out a middleman. Put the Honey Stinger logo on your jersey pocket, and in return, you get to buy Honey Stingers. For I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't even know because I've never had them as a sponsor, or at least not in a while. So you know, twenty percent off. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> in that case, it's 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 completely bananas to insist that everyone use honey stinger yeah. shells. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like that's perfect. Like that's that would be nuts. Right. And because they, to have and they don't do that. Be like, because if like, you're ever they, seen like sucking down a goo, what you, do. you don't get There's to have honey stingers yeah, for twenty five percent off so anymore. It's like it's fine. You know, whereas on the other hand, our um, our elite team, That's not what elite cyclocross team, uh, has been sponsored for yeah, I don't know the entirety of existence, I guess, by a local custom frame builder, and um, you know the the guys on the team got you know a frame every year and you better believe they're riding that frame mm-hmm. i mean it helps that they're really good <laughs> but yeah i mean i think that like if you if you get something there's a reasonable expectation to use it yeah exactly and, and that's just like a, a different thing if you if you buy something then i think that that's the thing that makes it you know uh you can have this like preferential relationship like please consider buying from the people who give us deals but not you must Right. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and to remember, again, like I said, that so many of these relationships um, are not going to be... And, and that doesn't mean be a jerk or, you know, anything or, or, or refuse to be grateful. <laughs> you should be grateful if someone's giving you money. But that so many of them are entered into by these partners who who really just want to, you know balance their karma account so to speak you know that they're they want to give something to the community Mm -hmm. so that they can so that they can then say uh you know i don't know to politicians or whatever when they want to get a tax break (laughs) on a new corporate headquarters like we give x amount of money to the community i mean like look that's that's maybe a cynical way of putting it but it's true yeah or like i mean like you know our our sponsor uh Zubas, which makes the awesome pants with the zebra stripes, like they they want to have pictures of us wearing Zubas doing awesome stuff. That's what they want. They want pictures. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. We can do that. That's fine. So and it ends up working out pretty well. Where you know it's like I sometimes see people I know with like the photos with like the hashtag everything, you know, <laughs> hashtag you know nutrition brand hashtag uh, you know wheel brand hashtag. Whatever, and I don't necessarily know what their obligations are and and, and what's wanted, but mm-hmm. um, things like that actually. I mean, I don't think I think something like that comes across um, pretty cold to people. Yeah, like is the obvious product placement. So you know, if there's a social media obligation or something like that, like think about it. Maybe do you, do you remember when? that uh, American component company that will go unnamed, like had all of the pros that were riding their stuff, like release the same studio teaser pics of its 
top tier group set, which was named after one color but being produced in a different color. <laughs> I do. And it felt, you know, just a little bit too orchestrated. Uh, yeah. So here's here's something that I think is here. I have an idea for how we can just like tie this up. Like, <laughs> all right. Because we we're kind of we're going all over the place, but you know, let's talk about something that works. <laughs> what else is new? WHPP. We're all, all over, over the, the place. place. Yeah. The cycling podcast that has no coherent structure. <laughs> we it. Uh, there is a professional bike racer named Adam Meyerson who you may have seen on the internet. <laughs> mentioned him before i think he comes up every now and then but you know so he's he's been sponsored for a long time by challenge tires and you know the cool thing about this whole relationship is like adam is a nerd about what he uses when and why and he thinks long and hard about things and he also like engages with people and with strangers about what he thinks about certain types of bike racing and tactics and techniques and this and that and so like with cross racers being all nerdy like oh you know what what tires did you choose and what were the conditions and what pressure did you run? Like he engages with people on that level and it's, it's an opportunity to talk about his tires, but it's framed as his choice, not his obligation. And I think that winds up being like a really effective sponsorship relationship. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And he's, you know, he's tweeted pictures of, of tires being like, Hey, I got my new tires. But like, you know, if you follow him, you know, on Twitter or whatever, you you get the genuine sense that he's excited about getting new tires. Mm-hmm. You know, he does think about these things. It's not like he doesn't talk about anything about that, and then all of a sudden it's like, here's some tires, hashtag Lemus. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it, it's 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 part of his overall, I don't know, thing. Thing where of course he's gonna. You know, talk about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at least occasionally. But he, he does it like he's not in a, bombarding in, us all with baby photos. Right. He does it well in in a way that is like actually genuine and interesting. Beyond like buy this product, it's like use this product because. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he's... you know, when he wrote uh, articles recently about, uh, you know, for Cyc- Cyclocross magazine um, about equipment choices, he said, "Well, I'll, you know." a mud tire such as you know i'm just going to use i'm going to use challenge tires as examples because there's my they're my sponsor and they're they're yeah, i like them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like good fine. like that makes sense fine <laughs> you know like uh for mud uh use this lemus thing yeah know. well but do, do you have a good example of like a, a sponsorship relationship that you think works i mean you talked about your burrito uh, company which i am jealous about oh the burrito thing that, that worked yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I think that uh, I'm springing this on have, you, so you don't need to feel pressure. You are. I I I'm, I'm not sure. I'm actually more curious to see how things develop with um, the sponsorship relationship that we have for our elite women's team, which is uh, sponsored by a local science company, yeah, um, Averica, um, who basically will do various chemistry. Um, it's basically via biopharmaceutical development kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have various processes they will do on a kind of a contract basis is my understanding. I'll tell you this. I think it's awesome that they're sponsoring an elite women's cyclocross team. I'm going to buy all of my biopharmaceutical developing from them. <laughs> right. And this is, so this is interesting because it's not an endemic sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
endemic meaning to the, bi- the bicycle industry yeah right so uh and and actually hopefully i'll be able to link one or two of these but the ceo of this company is uh, writing a series of blog posts right now um about you know how that works about what are we getting out of this and and how do we measure it and, and all that and and it is a different aim and i'm i'm really curious to learn more about this and and how he sees this because you know he does think cycling and cyclocross in particular are awesome um like it's a really you know he, the, this whole thing started with the company approaching um different people to ask about potentially um offering sponsorship opportunities which which was awesome by the way um and you know we proposed this women's elite cyclocross team um which they thought was great um and yeah i uh th- that's a different sort of thing than like a tire that you're going to use for cycling <laughs> it's very different yeah yeah and he talks about it in in the first post which which i, I i'll say I, i'll definitely we'll link it yeah where they have they know what they're doing right where they're aiming to not so much they're they're basically they have their two major markets are Boston and San Francisco. These are you know your biotech, biopharmaceutical kind of centers in the United States. Many cyclists happen to be um, both into cycling and and doing biotech kind of stuff. Um, and so what they want is to drive you know customers to look into their service. Right, so they're not like we're going to sell uh, a product and and we're you know going to get people to. It, it's it's kind of like the purpose that a, a maybe a magazine or a trade show um, would have served in the past is is how he puts it, where you know you get people to to know about you, essentially, mm-hmm. and and say hey, they do X, and the next time they're like I need to do X, they they do that. Which is a little bit different, I think, from a direct, like, go buy this product. Totally. But I think, you know, having a clear sense of, like, what you're trying to do, who you're trying to influence, and with what, and who's doing what, is kind of crucial to a productive relationship. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. And, and the kits are really cool, too. Uh, ah, so good. That's, see, that's that's where it's at. I love I love a good looking kit. Mm. Yeah, love a good looking kit. It's nice. Have you you seen those ones? No, not yet. Oh oh, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out because we've got our our very own um, Julie Wright. Where do I go uh, to look at it on the internet right now? Oh, that's an excellent question. Come on, come on, man. I'm Give it up. On Give it, it I'm up. Working on it. Everyone's gonna hear me typing. I'll 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 start off by doing the www dot. Okay, okay, okay. But you got to tell me what comes next. Boom. All right. Well, it's backbaycyclingclub.com slash Team of Erica. And we have uh, some photos. They're pretty cool. I typed it in really fast, but my internet's kind of slow. Ugh. Ugh. The entire, our entire listenership of many billions of people... Just waiting for your internet connection to resolve. This looks pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is this is pretty awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't lie to you. I like it. It's very modern. It's very modern. Oh, yeah. You got 
you got some stripes, you got some like soft colors that have low contrast and then some big contrast in there. You got some uh, asymmetrical sleeves. I love it. Yeah. Nice. They're very cool. Very cool. They're very cool. They they might be better than our normal our, our like regular team. Your kit. regular team kit is very awesome. It clashes with the color of your bicycle, but it's a very good kit. I'm not sure I agree, nope. but well, okay. <laughs> Oh, you mean my red bicycle? Your red bicycle. Yeah. Yes, it does clash with the red it bicycle. It matches very well with your orange bicycle. Yes, with my which was pure pure happy coincidence. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll stop talking about my various colored bicycles. <laughs> we not, could link them all good. from the iTunes page. Ah, uh, so many links to so many things this week. All right, so yeah, sponsorship. You know. Make sure, make sure everyone knows sponsorship. It's great. Um, you know, don't feel like you necessarily need to hashtag everything in sight, and that you need to buy absolutely everything from your local shop. Um, you know, do 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 what you need to do, and um, you know, be good to the people who are giving you money or 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 a discount. Mm-hmm. Be good to them. Yeah, I think that sums it Maybe up. That's... <laughs> yeah. At the very, at the very least, be grateful. <laughs> All right, this has been WHBP, uh, the cycling podcast for talking about cycling, and <laughs> the the cycling podcast for talking about cycling. No, no, the cycling podcast is a different podcast. No, but this is the cycling podcast for talking about cycling. Oh, that's true. That's what you yeah, said, and I thought it was funny, so I repeated it. Oh, thanks for explaining that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we do. We're losing uh, better it. Better than anyone else, I would say. We're losing it here, Colby. Okay. All right. Bring it, bring it home. Bring us home. Uh, catch us on Twitter at yeah, underscore WHBP. Email us at Gmail at uh, Honest Bike Program at gmail.com. Oh, sorry. Probably one of us should say that at once. Just Honest Bike Program at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Honest Bike Program at gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, you can tweet at us. Um, you can email us. Tell us if we're right. Tell us if we're right. Tell us if we're wrong. Um, and you know, have fun riding your bike and have fun thinking about your bike too. Hell yeah! And we'll have, we'll have some good shows coming. So so stay with us. Um, we've got. I, I, I don't want to give away too much, but but hopefully, a pretty exciting show coming up. Yeah, we got some cool time. stuff. So, we got some cool stuff coming up. So yeah. I also can't right, believe. Wilson. The extent to which that we were right and wrong about our previous Crossnats predictions. Oh, oh man, that was a big shocker. So huh? right slash wrong. I can't believe who of us was right and who of us was wrong. Maddie, close that kimono. <laughs> Come on. Can't give everything away. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> and right. credits. <laughs> so long everyone next time